are Locked On Eagles, your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in, everybody, to another edition of your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. It's Locked On Eagles, as always, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Louis DiBiase joining you on episode three this week. It's Wednesday. We have two more shows as well coming up on Thursday and Friday. Five episodes a week. Download it into your phone when you subscribe to LOE, wherever you listen to your podcast. So make sure you subscribe. Monday through Friday, we have shows for you right here on Locked on Eagles. We did Mock versus Mock on Monday, Mock Draft Monday. Myself and Gino, we both did two seven-round Eagles Mock Drafts, and then we went to Twitter to see what you guys thought who did better with our draft classes. Continue to vote on that poll. Just saying, low-key brag. I'm winning right now 59% to uh, to 41%. Just saying Gino's got some he's got some catching up to do here. That was a lot of fun. Make sure you vote on the poll. We posted the uh, mock draft graphics as well. Now, if you didn't hear the show, you can see the mock drafts on Twitter at LockdownBirds, at DBLOE, at GC24 underscore football. Then yesterday, I constructed the ideal board for the Eagles from 1 through 11, picks 1 through 11, who we want to go so that a top-tier premier prospect that they could have realistically got at number 6 overall could still be there at 12, and then you get that player and collect the first-round pick from Miami in the 2022 NFL Draft. So those are the two shows that have happened already this week, and we've got three more for you on Locked on Eagles. Coming up on today's edition of the show, it's a philosophical debate that I really love to dive into all the time when it comes to the NFL Draft and you know teams and their philosophies when it comes to building their rosters through the draft. Rounds 1 through 7, best player available versus need. Do teams always go best player available? Is it the smarter strategy as opposed to need? I'm going to dive into it because it's not a very black and white debate. There's so much to it that I want to get into. It's a conversation we love to have every single year and with the draft, you know, now what, 29 days away, 28 days away, I think it's good time to really get into the need versus BPA discussion on Lockdown Eagles. We'll get into that in segments two and three. Before we get into that, some news. The NFL is officially going to a 17-game schedule in 2021. And with that, the Eagles will play in their extra game the New York Jets with that bonus game. So it goes, this is how the uh, NFL decided to do it. It's going to go based on each division, like in the NFC, the NFC North will play the AFC North. The NFC East will play the AFC East. The NFC West will play the AFC West. And then it's based on which teams finished where in 2020. So the first place teams of the East's They'll play each other. So Washington will play Buffalo. Philadelphia, they came in last in the NFC East, so they'll play the last place team in the AFC East, and that is the New York Jets, which is pretty big considering the Eagles have an 11-0 record versus New York all time. The last one we saw was an absolute just disaster for the Jets, a blowout at Lincoln Financial Field in 2019. I think the Eagles sacked Luke Falk, um, 11 times, 13 times in that football game. So, however, the Jets, maybe they'll get their first win because they're going to have Zach Wilson most likely as their starting quarterback. It's going to be Zach Wilson versus Jalen Hurts, which is kind of an interesting storyline considering last Saturday the Eagles, you know, they considered throughout this offseason trying to trade up into the top three 
for a quarterback, but it was only going to be for Zach Wilson. They did not want to move up for Justin Fields or Trey Lance. Zach Wilson was their guy, but I think once they recognized the Jets were going to take him at number two overall and there was no chance that they could go get him, they settled for Jalen Hurts. So it's kind of interesting. Zach Wilson versus Jalen Hurts is the guy the Eagles ultimately wanted versus their plan B, if you will. I mean, they do believe in Jalen Hurts, but again, it's only to a certain degree. You heard Jeff McLean uh, last week report that the organization is split on Jalen. They like him, I think, better than Fields and Lance. But at the same time, I believe that report initially from Ian Rappaport that the Eagles did try to trade up to get Zach Wilson. So it's the guy the Eagles wanted, their potential plan A versus their plan B. So that's a fun storyline, and as is the 11-0 record against New York. So that is official for 2021. Say goodbye to 500 records. There will be nobody that's 8-8 eight and eight anymore, 7-9. and nine. It's going to be new records. It's going to be a little bit different to adjust to, but overall, more football is more football. They're cutting a preseason game. So instead of four preseason games and 16 regular season games, it's now going to be three preseason games instead of four with a 17-game regular season schedule. Players don't really seem happy about this. I saw Alvin Kamara say this is dumb on Twitter. Malik Jackson, the Cleveland Browns defensive tackle, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, said today how he's not doesn't have an issue with the extra game. What he has an issue with is there not being more money with that extra game. Not to mention they also added a playoff game last year considering you got rid of the second bye week. So an extra team had to play in the wild card, which gives you six wild card games in each conference. There's three as opposed to two, which totals four on wild card weekend. Malik Jackson kind of talked about how if you're going to add that game, you've got to add, you know, it's kind of like when uh, minimum wage goes up, but the cost of living goes up as well. Like, or if the cost of living goes up, but the minimum wage does not go up. And that's kind of what Malik Jackson's talking about here, how there's more games, but the money is kind of staying the same. So it doesn't, and not to mention, you know, getting rid of that fourth preseason game, it kind of makes it seem like the NFL is looking out for the player. Like, hey, we're going to add a regular season game, but it's going to be the same amount of playing because we're going to remove that fourth preseason game. But the problem is, is that starters normally don't play that game anyway. Starters play mostly in the first two games, a lot in the third, the tune-up game, and then the fourth one they take off anyway. So it's not like the NFL is really doing these players a service. So I get why the players aren't really happy. I will say, though, one thing that does help everybody here when it comes to money is this extra game is going to have the TV contracts go up. You saw that new deal the NFL signed, as well as other revenue will be added with the playoff game added and the regular season game added. So with the other revenue, with the TV contracts, therefore the salary cap will certainly go up within the next couple years. Players can get bigger contracts. So it will help everybody in the long run, but I do completely understand for the safety of the player, based on the money as well that Malik Jackson's talking about, it makes a lot of sense why they aren't happy. But there will be a 17th game. The NFL has officially signed this into action in 2021, and the Eagles will play the New York Jets, Zach Wilson versus Jalen Hurts, as the bonus game in 2021. Coming up next, I want to get into this debate, best player available versus need. 
How often do teams actually draft for need? And do teams, are they actually committed to taking the best player available on their board, regardless of position? I have some thoughts on that. I want to get into coming up on this Wednesday edition of Locked on Eagles. And guys, today's show is sponsored by the best tasting protein bar on the market. It's Built Bar. We've been telling you about Built Bar for a while now. It's the amazing low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, amazing-tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on every bar. There's 18 amazing, unique flavors. My favorite is peanut butter, brownie. Also, you got cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, you name it. They are all available at BuiltBar.com or on Twitter at Bar underscore Built. And they're also a healthy alternative to your everyday snack. Put down that bag of chips, um, that ice cream, Built Bar is the go-to, 180 calories in every bar, 19 grams of protein. And remember, when you go to the website and put in your first order, second, third, fourth, doesn't matter how many times you've ordered it, use our promo code LOCKED15 and you're going to get 15% off your next order. That's LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com and check back to see who won today's matchup of Built Bar Madness and who will become the best-tasting protein bar. All right, Eagles fans, welcome back into this Wednesday edition of the show after Locked on Eagles. Make sure you head over to Locked on Today to get all your sports news you need in under 20 minutes with host Peter Bukowski, also of Locked on Packers, as he updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked on Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Louis DiBiase joining you on this Wednesday edition of Locked on Eagles. Let's get into a philosophical uh, debate now here. A, a discussion that every time around this year we get into, and so does really every NFL media market. Best player available versus need. What is the real strategy that teams take, the majority of teams take, for their draft plans? Right, Because I think the consensus is so many people talk about how You don't want to force needs in the draft, right? You don't want to draft for need because then you pick players too high. You try to fit a square peg into a round hole, and that's where the busts really come from when it comes to prospects going from the college level to the NFL. And you take the best player on the board regardless of position. That, at least in the black and white sense, is the premise of what most people believe is the right way to go about your draft, right? But do teams really do this And is it the best strategy? I think, I have a different opinion on this. I do think a few teams do this, where it doesn't matter what position they are, you look at your board, unless it's quarterback. Quarterback's completely different. If you have a quarterback, you're not taking, unless you're the Philadelphia Eagles, if you have a franchise quarterback, normally you're not taking one in the first round, second round, third round. But other positions... A lot of teams, I think, do look at their board and say, okay, who's the top guy? We're taking them. I think the Baltimore Ravens with Ozzie Newsom when he was their general manager, he did this for a long time. If they had linebackers and Ray Lewis, it didn't matter. They were taking another linebacker if he was their top graded player on the board. So I think some teams do this, but I think the majority of teams don't do this. And I don't want to say they always just draft for need either, though. I just don't think this discussion is as black and white as some people make it out to be. I My take on this is that it's best player available based on needs, right? I think and needs can be short-term or long-term. You might have starters 
like for the Eagles right now, they don't have a, a necessarily a, a dire need on the offensive line. But when you look at it, Jason Kelsey could retire next year. Lane Johnson's in his 30s. Brandon Brooks is in his 30s. You have no idea what you have in Jordan Maialata and Andre Dillard, although there's promise there at left tackle. So that could be a potential long-term need. But then there's also the glaring short-term needs, like we need a linebacker right now. We need a cornerback opposite Darius Slay right now. So I think that teams... I think the majority of teams use the strategy best player available based on the needs that they have short-term and long-term because it doesn't make much sense. I don't know. I think, yes, it doesn't make much sense to force a pick on a need if the player is 20 spots below another player on your board. But at the same time, it wouldn't make a lot of sense if you had, say, four cornerbacks that are all under the age of 27 years old and they're all really good. You know you have them as your future and then you take another cornerback in the first round just because he was the best player on your board. I think that's as irresponsible as forcing a need, let's say at wide receiver instead of linebacker, when you have a linebacker that's 20 spots higher on your board that is available in the draft. So I think it's, again, it's a give and take here. It's not black and white of just saying we're taking BPA or we're going for we need a receiver, so therefore we're taking a receiver. I do think, once again, it's best player available based on your needs because nobody would do this. Again, if you have four cornerbacks that are 25, right, and there's a prospect on your board, but two spots below him in your rankings, there's a wide receiver, and you have no confirmed starters there. Like the Eagles right now, yeah, you picked Jalen Rager in the first round last year, but you have no clear established starters at wide receiver short-term or long-term, based on their production at the NFL level. They have not shown that yet, that ability. So you're not, just because you're saying, well, we're a BPA kind of uh, front office, you're not taking a linebacker that's three spots ahead if you already have two linebackers that are great in their long-term pieces. So that's my point is, yeah, I think a lot of teams, they don't force need, but at the same time, I think they shouldn't also force BPA. It depends on the gap on the rankings. Because, again, as irresponsible as it would be to take you know, Danny Watkins just because you need a guard, the Eagles did that. They forced a need there. Marcus Smith in the first round when that guy wasn't going to be a first-round pick, I think at the same time it would be really stupid if the Eagles, hypothetically, let's say this year, let's say Devontae Smith is on the board, J.C. Horn, um, who else could be available? Patrick Sertan, Jalen Waddell, wide receiver and cornerback, they need those two positions desperately right but let's say Rayshon Slater is like one or two spots ahead of Devontae Smith or J.C. Horn yeah could Rayshon Slater be a long-term piece on the offensive line 100% but I, I think it would be irresponsible if the gap is minimal to not take the position that you have a long-term need at just imagine it's like it's like being at a grocery store right and your your husband or wife gives you a list of items like, hey, we don't have any toilet paper in the house, we don't have milk, we don't have cheese, we don't have you know chicken for dinner, so here's a list, go get these supplies, right? And then you go in, and let's say your, your house is already stocked with chips and cereal and waffles, like breakfast food. We have a ton of breakfast food. And then you go to Wegmans, and you come back to your wife, and she's like, where's all the stuff we needed? And you said, oh... Well, you know, the other stuff was on sale, so I bought more pancake mix and I bought more waffles. And then your wife goes, well, we already had six boxes of waffles <laughs> that are going to last for a long time in the freezer. And we already had two boxes of Bisquick. So, you know, I, I guess that's a, 
it's a, kind of a I don't want to say it's a bad analogy because I, I do think it makes some sense. It's not as black and white as that the draft is as a grocery store list, but you kind of get the point. Like it, a draft is for replenishing needs, and that doesn't just mean short term. You could have again established starters at a position, but if they're retiring in a year or you know you're going to cut them in two years, then yeah, that also counts as a need long term. Like you look at safety, the Eagles do they have a dire need at safety right now with Anthony Harris there and Rodney McLeod and Kayvon Wallace? Not necessarily, but Rodney McLeod is going to be gone probably after 2021. Who knows what Anthony Harris is going to do? He's on a one-year deal. He could cash in next offseason if he plays really well. And you have no idea what you have in Kayvon Wallace. So I think it's a mixed bag when it comes to teams and their strategy when it comes to drafting for need versus best player available. So that's kind of my thoughts on it. I don't think it's as black and white as some people say it is just taking the best player on the board or just taking a position your your top need. I think it's, again, the best way to put it is it's best player available based on needs. And it depends on your board. It depends on the gap of the prospects available. There's a lot, really, that does go into it. Guys, today's Lockdown Eagles is sponsored by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, March Madness, and college basketball, and the NHL are all in full swing. And BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. When you head to the website or use your mobile device and sign up today, you're going to receive a 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use our promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N for a 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, Eagles fans, welcome back into this Wednesday edition of your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast, Locked on Eagles. Louis DiBiase joining you after the show. Head over to any podcast app because it's time to get ready for the NFL Draft. Join Locked On NFL Draft hosts Trevor Sikama and Benjamin Solak as they give you their latest positional rankings and analysis on 2021 draft prospects with team-centric guest mock drafts right around the corner. Follow the Locked On NFL Draft podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Louis DiBiase getting into a draft philosophy, uh, philosophical debate, you should say, when it comes to what do teams do when they're up, when it comes to best player available or taking a player based on need. Do teams really just take the top guy on their board every pick? Do they force needs like we're, we're we need a receiver the most, so we're taking a receiver? I don't think it really is that simple. Like I said in segment two, there's just so much to it. Again, if the need is bigger at receiver than corner and the prospects are only two spots, three spots different on your rankings, then I think you take the player that is at a position that you need more. Um, but again, at the same time, if let's say, yeah, you have a couple linebackers that are established starters, but the best player available at linebacker is significantly higher on your rankings than positions that you need more, then yeah, most likely you take linebacker because it's irresponsible to force need, but it's also, I think, irresponsible to take a position that you have long-term pieces at, and when there's other players that are similar on your rankings at positions that you don't really have anything. There's just there's a lot to it, and it's a really a fascinating uh, discussion. And there's other things that impact it too, right? Like how deep is a position in the draft? You might need receiver really bad, but you might also need corner. And the cornerback group is pretty thin, and wide receiver is really deep. So 
Maybe you need wide receiver a little bit more, but you want to make sure you grab that corner first in day one. And it also depends on the positions that you're kind of deciding between. If it comes down to, I want to say, let's say you need a left tackle, but you also need an off-ball linebacker, and the gap isn't that big. Well, I think the tie goes, I think the advantage goes to the tackle because I think you need, and I think the Eagles can attest to this, you need offensive linemen to succeed way more than you need an off-ball linebacker. Or if it comes down to a quarterback, right? Quarterback outweighs everything else. If you need a quarterback, that is the priority. So again, there's just there's so much to it. How deep the position is in the class, what positions are they between, how are they all ranked on your board, it, you know, short-term needs, long-term needs. There's just so much in it that it's not this black and white debate of simply we're taking BPA or we're taking our top need. And you know, people also say, here's the other wrinkle to this. People talk about free agency and they say, that's where you address your needs. You go BPA in the draft and you deal with your needs in free agency. But I again think that is as irresponsible to overpay somebody in free agency that's cashing in on, you know, a big time payday that maybe is a second-tier player, but because of the competitiveness, the competitive nature of free agency, you're paying him like a Tier 1 player, i.e. Byron Maxwell. Paying him because you have a need at corner, I think is as irresponsible as taking somebody high based on their position, and that's something you really need. So that's kind of why I almost wish the draft was before free agency, because I would rather address my needs through the draft, because I think that's where you can find the more inexpensive long-term options at positions that you really have to get correct. So I hope you guys enjoyed this. Let me know what you think when it comes to best player available or need. I think it's, a again, one of the, my favorite discussions to get into around this time of year, you know, during the draft process. So hit us up. Hit me up on Twitter at DBLOE, and our show page is at Locked on Birds. I'm going to sign off for now. Thanks so much for tuning in to your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast, Locked on Eagles. We've got two more episodes this week. We've also recorded two already, five episodes downloaded into your phone a week so be sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your shows for myself Ludi Biasi, i'm signing off as always thank you for downloading thank you for listening and let's go birds